pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back to your Connecticut Belief Podcast for Manifesting Your Abundant Life. So glad to have you back with us today. I am Stephen Canyon. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you on the Kinetic Bleed Podcast. Also, the number to do that, to call in right now, is 720-626-8649. I better say it again. You're hyped up today. I kind of (laughs) am. I can feel it. We've had a long, 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 long weekend. (laughs) 720-626-8649. Hi, Miss Maggie. Hello, Stephen. Miss Maggie Canyon. How are you? I'm good. Usually it's just Miss Maggie. I'm like Madonna or Cher. I have no last name. Maggie Canyon. <laughs> Miss Maggie. What a weekend. What a weekend. What? How about Are that? you kidding? So um, that's why I'm I'm still kind of floating around here. I, yeah, me too. I am overflowing. Well, it's like you, you're so thirsty and here comes the fire hose. Drink. <laughs> and we did. Yes. We were not the only ones excited to, no. to embrace other be- kinetic believers. The first of our two KB workshops occurred on Saturday in downtown Orlando, Florida, and it was transformational. What a crowd. Oh, what a crowd. It was so humbling, I got to say, to be part of a group of people here in the States following a year of mostly, well, separation. And to receive how excited everybody was to just celebrate and champion each other. Mm, yes. Right? There was, and it was that spirit of unconditional acceptance and the, the love that was palpable. And I can do this with music. You know, I, I, I can see melodies. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's so cool. And in the same way, I could see the energy and not just feel it Saturday, but could see the high vibrational effects of energy in that room. And, and I got to say that it's, it's really the unified collective group of higher beings when we all come <laughs> into one place and yes. nobody's coming in with ego and judgmental anything. Right. And the cause of that, we're just enjoying the natural experience, mm. the supernatural experience. The supernaturals, that's what it was. We were the, a room full of supernaturals, and it was truly transcendental. And to all of you guys that were there, thank you, mm, yes. really, from the bottom of my heart for the, the kind words, Grateful. the love that you shared with Meg and myself. And and I, I believe you, can, you clearly know by now, but if you don't, I'm just going to say it, that the feelings are so very mutual. Well, we've all done such a great job over the past, uh, gosh, year and a half, staying in touch, connecting with e- with each other, doing our absolute best. But there are some things that you can't, you just can't replace. It you cannot have that in, that interaction that you need that you get in person. And so that was very special. Just so grateful to have that again. So much fun. And so here we are, Tuesday. Are you ready for the week? I am. I'm fired up more than ever. We've got a lot on our plate right now. Oh yeah. Really well, there's do. just so much coming into the kinetic belief uh, universe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's summertime, and for the, you, those of you guys that have kids, they're probably out of school True. and things are happening. The excitement's in the air. Life is moving on, and isn't it grand? Yes. Aren't we having just the most wonderful time? Mm, 
Yes, it's so vibrant, yeah. exciting, over the top. Speaking of callers, I think we've got a call, uh, let's see, from Amin, I think I'm saying that right, from Dubai, the beautiful Dubai. Hello, Amin, we're glad you, you're calling in. The day never passed. Even like, people think that the songs are, and music is best for Jim. I think the podcast is best for Jim. And I'm listening to you, and I love Law of Attraction. I'm a kinetic believer. I am your KB. For sure, a kinetic believer I am. Well, I believe I agree with you. I think that the podcast is probably the best thing for working out as well. Isn't that amazing? Listening to that. listening to you and, and you, Miss Maggie, <laughs> and me while working out, pumping iron. That is so cool. Oh, I feel pretty honored actually to, uh, that, to think of us being some part of someone's routine like that. That's pretty intense. I might have to try that sometime, but I think yeah, I'll have to try it. <laughs> Put one of them on. Hi guys, this is Amin Mumbani, one of your kinetic believer from other side of the world, that is Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Mm-hmm. And my uh, the thing which I want to ask you is that I do practice law of attraction. I am a kinetic believer, but I am not a consistent one. Mm-hmm. I do want the things which I manifest for. I have dreams. I want to manifest them more. But the only thing is I'm not much consistent. So mm-hmm. what should I do to get it consistency at the another level? Thank you, and I'll wait for your reply. Uh, okay. Again, thanks for the call. I mean, uh, beautiful city, by the way. And so he says, he says he's a kinetic believer, and he's asking, how do I become more consistent with kinetic belief? Consistency comes through the, the practice of a consistency, and I'm, <laughs> which is the action of willful conformity, is another way of saying that. Consistency is the practice of consistency. In other words, consistency is one of those things that you you cannot attract. It's not going to just happen uh, in a second nature kind of way. Consistency is not something that you can manifest. It's one of those things that's going to be required of you to manifest, to manifest your the life that you're wanting to experience. And so that's a fantastic question mm-hmm. because obviously you have an appetite for it. And being that you are an athlete, I assume, and because you, you, you mentioned working out uh, pretty regularly, you know what it means to go after something, to have the so-called eye of the tiger, which is reaching down and putting forth the determined effort that you're going to change your life in a, in a way that is meaningful. And in the way of being a kinetic believer, you said you're a KB. That means that you are going to willfully become consistent in practicing the modalities of kinetic belief. In other words, consistency, that's your responsibility. Mm. So we're, we're talking about being consistent as a KB, adhering to and relying on what you choose to believe. Knowing what you believe, choosing what you believe, knowing what your creative Uh, genius of purpose is so that you can begin working on the blueprint for your life that you want to manifest into your life. Uh, For perspective, when religion and thought disciplines are combined with that of quantum science, we shine a light on the continuum mechanics or the power of belief when it reaches the velocity of manifestations that you're asking about. How can I be more successful? How can I manifest more? How can I be more consistent as a kinetic believer? 
Well, belief, just like all thought forms, is made up of quantum physical energy. Imagine if you want the lamp on all the time in your living room, well, you can't go over and unplug it periodically and expect the lamp to still be on. Hmm. Right. So there are so many different types of belief, and they all produce something, by the way. And the something that's created by the different types of belief is not always the something that we're necessarily wanting to see happen or attract into our lives. In other words, you know what? The law of attraction can be your worst nightmare. (laughs) The law of attraction can bring you your wildest dreams come true. Yeah. Wow. So, but why is that? Why is it that um, we see things happening in our lives that we don't necessarily want to see happening? It's because this is vastly important, anyone wanting to experience whatever they can imagine to experience. We have to understand exactly what belief is to be able to make the distinction between types of belief. Remember that, types of belief. There are. There's not just one kind of belief. Somebody says, well, I believe that. Well, you don't believe it in the right way. (laughs) The word belief has been twisted and distorted to mean many different things to many different people. So, and this is a stumbling block for a lot of cabies when they first get started practicing the, the power of kinetic belief. Right. So the word belief is one of those ideas, it's one of those concepts that can mean so many other things. For example... This chair that I'm sitting in right here, I believe in this chair that I'm sitting on. I believe it's here. I can see this chair. I believe it's made of metal and it's got four legs on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can hear that? I heard that. <laughs> you believe that, don't you? We, we all heard that. <laughs> okay. My belief in this chair is a belief that, you know what, I've established as a fact in my life, not for my life. But it's a belief that I can agree with based on my observations of this chair. Right. It's a, a, a variable belief. I have it while I'm using this chair. Hmm. Now, when I leave this room and if I go out the front door there and I walk down the sidewalk, I'm not taking my belief in this chair's existence with me as a conviction for my life. <laughs> I'll not think about this chair when I'm traveling. Well, now I probably will, (laughs) but ordinarily (laughs) I wouldn't. I'm not purposefully constructing an article of faith, a conviction regarding this chair. (laughs) The church of chair. (laughs) Let's do it. So beliefs, now watch Hmm. this, beliefs expressed as a, a bias, meaning a desire for possessing, become intensified as convictions become articles of faith, a belief, beliefs that I'm going to adhere to and rely on. Write that down. Adhere to and rely on all the time. A belief that you're going to adhere to and rely on. If I wanted to sit in this chair all day, and if I want to sleep right here tonight in this chair, after I'm finished answering your questions of what's wrong with me, But if I want to do that, and I want to sit here, and I want to sleep here tonight in this chair, I'm creating an article of faith. I'm creating a conviction to adhere to and rely on this chair. I'm becoming one with this chair. That kind of belief is a kinetic belief. And a kinetic belief has profound, powerful, explosive implications on your life. And it always, always gets results. Is it the level of, of commitment that's kicking that over into kinetic belief? Yes. 
Absolute. That's it. That's the bullseye. Commitment. How committed are you to what you're choosing to believe in as an article of faith, as a conviction, Mm. to adhere to and rely upon as a fact in your life? Mm. If you can walk away from it, then you're not consistent, as Amin was asking. Wow. You've turned, you've unplugged the lamp. You've walked away from the chair. You've walked away from your idea, the highest perspective, your highest viewpoint for what you're believing to receive and manifest into your life. Well, and, and an example as simplistic as a chair is actually a wonderful way to sort of expose this reality that, hey, you know, a lot of us, when it comes to spirituality, um, our mindfulness, our higher self, we we can absolutely fall into the trap of just waiting for something to happen. Where as opposed to the physical, we've been trained up in making things happen. We go to the gym mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to become fit. We eat the right foods to become healthy. We 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 activate those actions in the physical world. And so the chair is just such a profound example of of how we need to just see the the higher self, the spiritual world, the the true reality in the same way. And how do we see the the higher self? How do we see the truer reality? That's a great analogy. We go to the gym because we want to get in shape. We believe and we're imagining to see ourselves in shape. And then you said we eat right. We eat the right food. But what if you don't have the knowledge Mm -hmm. to know what to eat, to go along with what you're doing in the gym? The lack of knowledge will keep you from being able to imagine to create the correct article of faith to attract into existence the body that you've imagined to see. It's a Mm -hmm. lack of information. And uh, people perish for lack of information, for lack of knowledge. We have to fill in those gaps, those knowledge gaps. We have to. It's, It's so vital to even the beginning of enjoying life. The willful intention of gathering up knowledge of listening to this podcast yeah. and not walking away from it, not walking away from your manifesting journal yeah. because you, life happens. And there's a lot of negative life around you that's going to happen regardless of what your desire is. And if you walk away from, or if you unplug the lamp, you walk away from the chair, you don't eat right while doing the correct action. Hmm. You don't, you're not putting together the modalities of your kinetic belief. Things aren't going to work. They will not work out for you. It's sustaining the correct information without hurrying or worrying, doing the due diligence of your willful anticipation for your kinetic belief to manifest is a thing that creates a velocity to the substance of what you're imagining to see manifest into your life. Wow. Speaking of velocity, let me ask you this. What is kinetic energy? KBs. You should be able to quickly answer this. What is kinetic energy? It's the energy of an object that it possesses due to its motion. The energy of an object that's possessed by the object due to its motion. How do we give energy motion? When we're talking about the substance of a belief, it's the belief. The belief is formed and it's put into motion by a creative human being, a life form within this universe that was created in the image of the creator of the universe with an ability to imagine, desire, and believe. Mm. These are not just ideas. These are the mechanics of this universe. Imagination is one of the mechanics. Desire is a mechanic. Belief is a mechanic. All of these things are tangible sources of creation within the substance of this universe. Well, you're just starting to touch on something that was sort of creeping into my mind. About, and it's, it's really great, this idea that I feel like you're telling us that we need to completely change once and for all our definition of what is 
reality. Mm. What is real? What is tangible? You know, we've been shown these definitions our entire life and it's time to sort of once and for all, you know, get the true picture, the true picture of what our reality really is because yesterday, um, or not yesterday, but the last podcast that you were telling us and, and, and talking about when things vie for our attention and physical things are doing that all the time and they're very abrupt they're very bright and neon sort of and in your face and and the their true reality the kinetic belief reality isn't doing that it's not necessarily demanding your intention and so i love that you're 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 revealing to us the choices that we have to make to to tether ourselves identify with that true reality there's substance to tethering there's substance to attention there is no thing that does not come with a consequence of of a, a result of your attention or your um mm -hmm. applicable um uh, involvement with a thing all things have substance every action reaction thought has substance what you look at your gaze has substance that mm. will rearrange an object and in quantum mechanics they know that just by the mere uh, act of observing a thing it changes a thing right wow there is nothing inconsequential in this universe nothing mm. nothing Thought has substance. That substance then permeates all things, and it's attracted by like kind upon the bias of these three things, of imagination, desire, and belief from the human being's ability. It's imagination, desire, and a belief. The theory of kinetic belief is KB equal one-half MV squared, where M is mass and V is velocity, which says... It means there is one substance, there's one substance, which is the source of all things. The substance of belief has within itself the power of bias, which creates all things. All things are made from this intelligent substance, which fills the inner spaces of the universe. The velocity of the substance of things kinetically believed attracts mass to form let me unwrap this <laughs> there is a, a study of quantum mechanics called continuum mechanics which deals with the mechanical behavior of materials that modeled as a continuous mass rather than as these individual particles you know, the study, the individual, they study the individual particles to understand the continuous mass. Typically, it's an area of physics that's really just concerned with the motions of macroscopic objects. It began with the telescope rather than the microscope, in other words. Large objects, the kind of things that our natural senses can evaluate. We look into the heavens and we can begin to imagine to see and evaluate these things. So the things that we can see are macroscopically on the quantum level of matter formed by things that we cannot see. Wow. Macroscopically, I can see you. And what a pleasant surprise you are, my dear. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> on the quantum level of matter, you're formed by things that I cannot see. Mm. But I could imagine mm. to see from that arena. Things like the which, by the way, is probably the arena. That's where we began the manifestation of each other from that substance of belief and desire. Right. So things like the quantum substance of particles that make this chair, I'm not going to slide it again. 
I think everybody, you believe I'm sitting at it. So the, the, the quantum substance of particles that make this chair, that form a cow, that forms you, that forms me, the quantum substance of thoughts, the quantum substance of beliefs, of desires, the substance of emotions, the substance of feelings, all these things, they're tangible. It's not some whimsical idea. The substance of all of these things, there is not thought or form or suggestion of any kind that is not sustained by quantum waveforms. Hmm. Part of the universe that we're in. So the things that we cannot see, those tiny wave particles, they're put into motion by things that we think about. When you desire something, whatever it is, when you desire something, even if it's just a fleeting moment of a, just an inkling of a, oh, I desire that, oh well. That one little moment, and, and you, if you don't stop desiring it, let's say you continue to desire, you, we want it. I really want, oh, I just really, I'm craving this thing, whatever it is. The, the bias of that kind of a desire begins to change things in the universe. And especially after 21 seconds of this, it begins to change things. Your part of this is now connecting with the part of the universe to conform with your belief that is um, unchanging. It's unwavering because you are doing this intentionally and willfully, and it's unchanging because you're not quitting. You're not making the daily habit of choice to be um, inconsistent, but you're making the daily habit of choice to be consistent with your thought forms. Mm -hmm. And then the imagination that's aligned with your desire, your, you, what you're doing now at this point is you're manufacturing the kinetic belief, the power of your kinetic belief to begin to energetically and powerfully and dynamically alter your reality. This is giving me such a strong memory of, of the early days of being a kinetic believer. And I remember very vividly that it felt, I remember believing and adhering to this idea that when I believe something and speak it and energetically I can manifest all the positives. I, I believed in that. I was, I got it. But I also remember it in the early days that when I would have bad negative thoughts, uh, whether they were about self or circumstances, I would sort of write those off as if they, mm -hmm. as if they don't matter. And that's the key here that it all matters. It all, it's all, it all is matter. <laughs> it all mm -hmm. culminates to being something. And I think that's one of the keys to understanding even the definition of consistency when it comes to kinetic belief, this idea that it's not just about consistently doing this pos the positive energetics that we always talk about. It's about admitting to ourselves that we take 10 steps back when we uh, cater to and sort of nurture the negative as well. And I remember so distinctly you doing all of that, Meg. You were putting in the work. I remember. Yeah. And you were... Uh, I wanted it so bad. You know, I had finally found change. And I just remember being so hungry for that change as if somebody had finally given me, you know, the secret codes to, <laughs> to opening up the life that I wanted. I remember you were a stellar when it came to the anticipation, not the belief for, but you were preparing yourself with blinders saying, okay, I've got this. Stephen, I understand this particular modality, kinetic belief. And so when this other um, alternative shows up, I'm going to deny it. Yeah, I'm not going to turn to the left or to the right. And at that time, I would see you once a week. And you would come back in and say, yep, 
Absolutely. I had the revelation knowledge of this new thing, and you're exactly right. The challenge came, the alternative came, the other choice came, the yeah. call came, the negative uh, um, alternative came, and I was prepared for it yeah. because you were doing it full time. You were putting the pressure on your best life showing up, and so you were. You knew what the enemy looked like, and we'll just yeah. call it an enemy of energetics that would come in there and try to get you to adhere to and rely upon that instead of your, your uh, better belief. Mm-hmm. Yes, preparation is the biggest part of putting this, those, isn't it? <laughs> putting the blinders on. Yeah. So you're not distracted by what you really don't want showing up in your life. Now, this is kinetic belief. When you desire something and you believe that it's yours and you imagine it to see it, you're creating an energy for attracting the substance of circumstances. And the like kind will continue to form as long as your desire possesses the continuum of energy to attract universal wave formation due to the velocity of your convictions. So we are the initiators of a kinetic motion to belief, the engine. And as long as you hold on to your kinetic belief, hold on to your kinetic belief, you're creating a vacuum, you see, for attracting form according to your desire, where you are occupying space in this universe. The science of quantum physics is just now beginning to observe the effects of bias through studies that are called quantum tunneling, which is string theory, multiple universes, all suspended upon a quantum foam. That's the the best way they know how to say it. (laughs) It's just a quantum foam. It's first imagined actually by Einstein's theory of relativity. So while we've got the hood to the universe up, come over here and look inside. Look at this engine. (laughs) We're beginning to understand how this thing actually works. And I don't know about you, but it just sometimes keeps me up late at night. I'm so excited about looking, looking at this thing. What's even more profound is that we're gaining understanding of just how amazing, um, Uh, This engine of the universe actually is how it functions, how it operates, not only how, but why. In other words, human beings are becoming efficient at being masters of the universe. We're understanding the power that we will, the, the power and authority that we have. We have the ability to imagine, to desire, and to believe and create Think about that, the implications of knowing this so that things aren't accidentally happening anymore. How extraordinary is that? It makes me think that scientists could uh, move with this along a lot quicker if they would just begin with the modalities of kinetic belief, because uh, that is the engine. <laughs> Technically, that is that is the engine it's of so the universe. Funny, though. There's so many running for cover. Others are excited. Plenty well, they're calling... Are, are up when you and, got scientists yeah. calling things foam, I mean... <laughs> They're just getting started on a theory. <laughs> but there's so much there's so much excitement around this right now. And you know what? I have a theory that this is why these superhero movies are as popular as they are. Everybody has a knowing on the inside that they really are. They have the supernatural ability that goes far beyond the ego, far beyond the the defined um, uh, analytics of of identifying with only what you can see, touch, smell, and hear. Mm. Way beyond that. Within all of us is the supernatural ability to imagine and to see, to create, and to do things from what cannot be seen. Mm -hmm. That is a supernatural human being. And that's why it's so 
just so impactful on our day to, to exercise that 21 second meditation on that higher self that you were telling us about recently, because we're literally sitting there, you know, meditating on, on our abilities, our superhuman, supernatural abilities that you're talking about. That's so true. And, you know, you could even look at the 21 seconds that we keep talking about as a way that, you know what, while simultaneously looking macroscopically out into the universe, we're also looking microscopically down into the quantum universe of ourselves within. And we're finding ourselves actually in both directions at the center of our observations, the center of our expectations, the center of our own personal beliefs that just that just gave me chills that idea that we go in both directions the macro and the micro we're just we're expanding our sense of self by mastering the universe around you that's right and what we're observing is changing according to what we believe that we're seeing mm. and so that 21 seconds that we engage in first thing in the morning we're doing it so that we don't first wake up and go now where was I when I left off yesterday <laughs> oh that's right I'm depressed where was I when I left off off yesterday. Oh, that's right. I'm poor. Oh, Where was I when I left off yesterday? Right. Oh, that's right. I'm whatever. Well, and that's our default because if we're not practicing kinetic belief, we've been there. We, we've all, we remember life, you know, pre kinetic belief. And that's the default that you wake up with. The default of the, is the path of least resistance. You fall asleep with the issues and with the problems and you wake up with them. So no, you wake up and you take 21 seconds to jump into your phone booth <laughs> of it. imaginations and see yourself as you really are. Oh, that's amazing. I love that analogy. The idea that the 21 seconds is us Clark Kent getting into the phone booth, putting our cape on in the morning, transforming. That's amazing. You want to go through the day with a super on your natural. <laughs> now, human beings yes. are created within a universe that functions according to statistical averaging, mm. which can be used to assess to what extent the approximation of continuity can actually be made. Wow. In other words, there is a predictable effect for energized particles flying through the universe. It's not just this chaos that some would have you to believe. As observers, we are not necessarily privileged to know where these particles are going from our perspective. You don't, we don't need to know that. That's, not our, that's none of our business. That's the universe's business. Uh, we don't need to know what kind of mission that they're on until we see something um, macroscopically. Then we can tell, well, this was what it was up to all along. Right. But because these energized particles are destined, now listen, they're destined to manifest in accordance with a bias that was not originally our bias. You didn't create you. You didn't create, well, you had something to do with me, but I didn't create me. <laughs> yeah, Just right. Just kidding. <laughs> but we, we did not create ourselves. However, if we should choose to agree with what we see as a universal original source of an expanding truth, then fixate our bias and energize a kinetically belief-charged belief. We are then, in a sense, we are hitching a ride upon the creation that we are observing. Mm. And we change. Our circumstances change. We are at the control and at the throttle and the brakes of change according to what we are choosing to observe, the scientific word for believe, and according to the power of our belief. Mm. We have all heard of the science of cause and effect. It's a universal principle regarding the laws of physics, and which says that in a cause and effect relationship, one event causes another to happen. 
Right. It's the click clack click clacker thing. It's dominoes. It's <laughs> all of that. The thing you buy for your desk and then you only run it for Love like those. a day. Love those things. Because it drives though. you crazy. Well, I like them. <laughs> but you can only let it run for like a minute before you. It drives everybody else crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but the cause, the cause is why it happens and the effect is what happened. So you can look for signals to identify the cause of an effect. We see something happening, and we can then go and do go and do the research to see well why did that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, it's those signals that the continuum mechanics of a belief can be used to assess the outcome of a kinetic belief. Right. This is an aha moment. That yes. is because a belief that is held, in other words, willful. You, you, you've made the determination not to let this go, not to become double-minded, not to be distracted by a tree or the possibility of something <laughs> not working out. It's a belief that you're holding in continuum. There's yeah. motion, motion to your continual belief to sit in this chair and adhere to and rely on that belief. That then has, watch this, an, a predictable outcome. Right. So now we've identified the type of belief that produces a predictable outcome, everybody. Hey, KBs, we have identified the... (laughs) I wish I had like a crowd cheering. I could insert. (laughs) The belief that has a predictable outcome. (laughs) So now we, we know what it is, and that's the type of belief one exacts to use. In other words, intentionally, purposefully uses for guiding the experiences of their life. We can intentionally choose the predictors of our lives. Well, and you said two things in, in this section right here. You you first mentioned fixate our bias, which I thought was a wonderful term. It, that really hit me, fixating, fixating our bias on a thing. And that that's going to, in turn, equal this predictable outcome. And I, I don't think I had ever looked at it from that angle, fixating my bias on a thing. I, I think I've, I've probably honed in on the focus, focusing on a vision, focusing on a thing. But this idea that we, we're applying our own powerful, um, unstoppable, really, bias to a vision is going to, to then in turn give us that, that predictable outcome is, is something I have not pieced together before. Exactly. You're, you're fixating your bias for the predictable outcome not to see what will happen. Right. But to receive what you know has happened because you know that you know that you know. Yeah. You've got your cape on, you take off running, and you leap from the edge of the building mm-hmm. not to see if you can fly. Yeah. Because you know you can. And this is such an important idea this this part of kinetic belief which is really the part of kinetic belief it's so vital to for us to get our heads around because if there's anything we've been told and taught it's that we have to plan for the unpredictable anything can happen i hope this goes well i hope that goes well we have been conditioned through culture, through society, through people, family, ourselves, everything tells us that it's all unpredictable and we need to plan for it. I mean, how many different types of insurance can we have? You know, Mm -hmm. trying to plan for the unpredictable, but that's what is so 
just it almost makes you want to cry this idea that you can that you can have a predictable life you can have a life where you know it's going to be great you're not walking on eggshells you're not tiptoeing around hoping the you know the proverbial roof doesn't fall in predictable and i love that you said that predictable and that you know that it can be great you may not know the number of dollars the number of vehicles the number of cars the number of any the number is not important because we're talking again about the holistic wonderful best life which is love and peace and happiness and joy and it becomes predictable because the source for all of that is sourced from your within mm-hmm. and when you're holding fast and you're creating and holding on to the modalities of kinetic belief that is all that can flow through you mm-hmm. in in christianity they call it the blessing which is the substance of all things hoped for and there's scripture that says that that person is blessed in the field blessed in the city blessed everywhere they go blessed yeah. everything they put There's their so, hands to it's a substance it's nirvana it's and, zen it's yes and they say that it is an anointing for success and that's what they're talking about yes that's the the modalities of the kinetic belief you taking your authority back and working this life through in your dominion, the power of that, to call things that you cannot see into existence, that creates this holistic, in every direction, light bulb of excellence everywhere you go. It's interesting, too, that you basically just told us that, look, these things are not quantifiable. They either are or they're not. You, you know, you are peace. You are wealth. We are these things. We identify with them, and then we are. It's sort of like turning a light switch on, like you referenced earlier. It's not... Uh, levels it, it's not a number we should be writing down it is it's the substance that's right it's not a the picture of a the photograph of a car that you're cutting out of a magazine either it's the 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 new vehicle is aligning with the expectations for the greatest and most spectacular lifestyle so it shows up the and it, it is a heart's desire it's something that you cannot even fathom it's greater than anything you can think or imagine and that's the universe's part you're Mm. holding the expectation of the best and then the surprise is even greater the mansion the home the life the health the prosperity the riches and the wealth and the ability and the freedom and all of these things the quickness of thought and mind it's all part of the holistic uh, best life there for look you know when you're talking about kinetic believers we have to understand what it means to not be a KB because there are actually no victims, by the way. You know, we talk about being victimized and or preparing for the unexpected, meaning that something I need insurance because you know a tree might fall on me or who knows what may happen so I need insurance yeah. I may be stolen from whatever that is. Every human creative creator is walking around in the natural as a believer. Somebody says, well, I don't believe that. Well, that's what you believe, that you don't believe that. You cannot get out of believing. That is fundamental to what it means to be a human being. You may not want to be one, but that doesn't doesn't change what you are. You're a believer. Write that down. (laughs) I'm a believer. And whatever you choose to believe for whatever reason becomes you. For whatever you you are reasoning using the egoist sense of being, yeah. your your thinking and your reasoning for whatever you you it's up to you as to why you believe that way, but that becomes you. You are the master of your destiny. Yeah, it's been handed over to you. You're the captain of your ship. I don't want to be captain. 
We have a captain, everybody, that doesn't want to be captain. He's still captain. He's still captain. <laughs> We're the <laughs> king and queen and of our castle. You <laughs> no hold, <laughs> other options. You hold the keys to your everything. They belong to you. Now, that should be good news. Because there are millions upon millions upon millions of excuses. And I'm sure I missed a few. But there is not one that's valid. <laughs> no one has a valid excuse for not living the life that they mm. believe or think they believe. Yes. Now, you can say it was easier to follow the crowd. You can say it was easier to follow the path of least resistance. You can say that you didn't know any better. You can say that you didn't know there was a better way. You can say that you weren't smart enough, that you didn't catch a break, you get, that you didn't inherit good fortune. You didn't marry the right person. You didn't have the right kids. You didn't have any kids. You had too many kids. <laughs> you didn't have the right kids. <laughs> you can say whatever, what? <laughs> whatever you want to say, but just because you didn't come to class to learn about gravity, that doesn't mean that you're now going to fall up. Whoa. Some things are true regardless of what you want to say about it. So the KB knows what he or she must do, and that is to not cave in or quit. Wow. And when you begin to overlay original genius of purpose with this, the fate of a human being that you, you are you're born with, you come into the natural with, you plopped down on this wonderful blue planet, streaking through the universe, evolving around that hot ball that we call the sun. There you are. You came here. You've got fate. Wonderful purpose within you. Now, we begin to understand how vitally important it is to know what the fate, now, the fate of your genius of purpose is different from what you may or may not experience. Right. There's a fate that your genius of purpose is programmed with. It belongs to you. And if you can think of it, it belongs to you. You may not receive it because you are not practicing kinetic belief, but whatever you can think of or imagine already is, and it's yours. So you can direct your steps and your beliefs accordingly so that your journey will be the destiny of your higher being and not the fallible ego that's trying to get you to argue and complain. You know, the gut reaction to some of this is, okay, so let's, um, we need to take responsibility, the word responsibility. But mm -hmm. I love, I love the, the, how you're telling us about this kinetic belief process today from all of these different angles and it's really illuminating the the truth of oh gosh i just don't want to say it wrong <laughs> it's not possible maggie it is though. no it's not yes it is <laughs> no it's not. i'm gonna forget what i was gonna say <laughs> you're sweating I, I really am though oh man now i'm laughing oh man <laughs> Oh God, I okay. can't stop laughing. Okay, so but so the responsibility, and mm -hmm. and I think that's such a terrible word because you just illuminated that. Okay, forget responsibility. Forget that we should accept responsibility. This is about fulfilling our destiny. This is about living the life mm -hmm. the universe, mm -hmm. the the cosmos wants us to live. I mean, this goes so far beyond the physical and the tan and the seemingly tangible mm -hmm. what's around us. You know, forget, forget the words like responsibility it's 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 just so much more 
big and beautiful than that. That's a big word, though. Responsibility. I got through it. I got through you, it. And you, you did marvelously <laughs> okay, well. Thanks. Everybody, let's hear it from Megan. <laughs> oh, That's a big word. Responsibility. Who made you responsible? What are you responsible for? Because, look, you want good health? Use kinetic belief. You want to have a great wealth? Use kinetic belief. Whatever you choose to be responsible for, in other words, to desire, the predictor for continuum mechanics is the substance of your kinetic belief. Science is just now beginning to understand how the universe was created and that there was a bias. In other words, there was an intention for the blueprint of all of creation. Mm. Imagine that. Isn't that marvelous? Yes. Because this is the beginning to understanding how we understand that what we kinetically believe as, as a conviction, like I do this chair and you do your chair right now, that an article of personal faith unfolds the life that we are going to experience. Mm. Here's the science on this. The Large Hadron Collider, located near Geneva in Switzerland, is the most powerful particle accelerator on Earth. And while examining the results of collider experiments in 2012, researchers confirmed the existence of the God particle. Elementary subatomic particles, such as electrons and protons, receive their mass from the particle. Mm. And... Researchers were mostly speechless to discover that the God particle contained the blueprint for all things. Mm. Wow. So the discovery pointed to the existence of a creative design for all things prior to the Big Bang, to the, to the first moment of inflation where everything took off. And you're, you're calling that, I mean, that's what you're talking about is the bias of the creator. The bias of the creator. Now, here's the thing. Scientific search for knowledge can be a long, long, difficult process, right? Mm -hmm. And the culmination of more than two decades of research had attracted the attention of thousands of researchers. And it was that announcement, which came on July 4th. We're coming up on an anniversary mm -hmm. here and in 2012. But there was an audience, and you can... You can find photographs of this. It's wonderful to see. But 3,000 researchers that had gathered together that had spent their careers searching for that elusive Higgs boson, otherwise known as the God particle. By the way, quantum scientists, uh, don't repeat me on the God particle thing because they actually don't like the term the God particle. Um, <laughs> but who cares what you call it? It's, it still does what it does. I like That's a pretty cool term. <laughs> that's pretty cool. The, the, the media came up with that. But this was an exciting time. That large gathering of scientists at the particle physics lab near Geneva, they were excitedly waiting for the test results when they simultaneously saw the Greek letter sigma, which indicated the particle had been found. Mm. They saw it. Wow. Jumping to their feet, they whistled and they cheered with this loud roar of approval. And I could, and some of them, it's like, wait a minute, what are we cheering about? I mean, yeah, this is exciting, but what do we do now? <laughs> that was an unusual sight for such a, right. a, a self-reserved bunch of people, though. But proof. That's, that's so, I love that idea. Like, we found it. We found it. We found it. Oh, oh no. God. We found it. <laughs> what does this mean? But, it, but you know what that was? It was proof of the God particle. It verified the, the theory drawn up with a pen and paper by the British physicist Peter Higgs at his office in Edinburgh University 
where we were recently, mm-hmm. nearly, but he did this nearly a half a century ago. The theory says that elementary particles like the quarks and the electrons inside of atoms, they get their mass from an invisible field that stretches and permeates through all of space. That field is the field of the substance of belief. Mm. That's the substance that they, they found the substance of your beliefs. When you say, I believe something, they can see it. Mm. it. It's tangible. And when it's kinetically energized, just like mercury, if you've ever seen the liquid metal of mercury, it flows around the energy form to create mass where there is belief. There's a liquid plane of, of substance to what you're believing in. You're energizing it. And it moves that, that, that mass of, of, of fluid and it begins to form around your belief and without something to give particles mass without a belief to energize and to electrify that that liquid form and to to give it some kind of 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 mass to give particles mass there would be no stars there would be no planets there would be no life as we know it and we now know that something is the bias of a creator the same thing that you were created in the image of with the same ability to see the results of your desires manifest. Mm-hmm. Now, the point of discovery left researchers, like we're saying, almost speechless after they were through shouting and, and spilling their coffee and jumping around in that room. <laughs> uh, but they were speechless, though, by the evidence of the creative force of belief This wasn't a a table or a chair we're talking about. The creative force of belief, they just saw it. And just for the fun of it, for any particle physicist that might be listening, the God particle. (laughs) Yes, they saw the God particle. The elusive and biased God particle allows for the existence of everything that there is in the universe. And it creates something where there had been nothing and and to an expected outcome and to an outcome a predictable outcome Mm -hmm. the thing that was expected is the thing that shows up and the miraculous thing about the unfolding god particle the god particle's purpose is the revelation that a kinetic belief the thing that we talk about here every day is all that's required for creation the word that really comes to mind from that 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 be, the beautiful way that you laid all of that out is sobering. It's very sobering to realize that that's the true power that we really have. And not to diminish, because oh, you just said everything so beautifully. <laughs> I don't want to diminish it. But you brought up Superman earlier. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. You know, I was thinking about superhuman abilities and, you know, like you realize you got lasers for eyes or whatever. But if you realized that, you would sort of also have the sensation of, dang, I need to, I need to be careful with that. <laughs> Whoa, this is intense. This is a lot of ability. This is a lot of power that I all of a sudden realize I'm, I'm completely and, and truly endowed with. Well, what you just said is so actually so soberingly true. And that's why we said a little while ago that the law of, attra- law of attraction can be your worst nightmare. Right. Yes. Yeah can wreck your life, can get you killed. Mm. The law of attraction can kill you. This discovery is reshaping scientists' understanding of how the universe was formed and why the universe is still expanding the way that it is in the same way that you, as a creator, are 
the original intention for you was to expand your own territory mm. in alignment with the expanding universe. The God particle observation further revealed this pre-expansion, this pre-Big Bang bias belief for all of creation, which had been a point of contention for so many people. And science, preconditioned to skepticism, has now confirmed one abstract of faith. All things are made of the same substance. Is the God particle, um, would you say, does that represent the universe's part in kinetic belief, the 50% that we are meeting in the middle? It represents both. The God particle is responding to our belief to form mass where there had been nothing before, to change and rearrange circumstances. Mm -hmm. Imagine you are the, the light bulb that is immersed into darkness, which is the God particle, which then responds and separates and turns and moves and expands and contracts according to the energy that you are emitting. Mm -hmm. Your part is the energized substance of belief, and the part of the universe is to respond to that. Wow. It has all the, the, the particles, the building blocks to, to uh, follow your command. Right. You are the master. You're the one with the authority. You're the one with the dominion that's putting out the energized imagination, desire, with gratitude to receive it done on earth as you desire it to be. Then planets and stars and galaxies and water and you and trees, everything vibrates on a quantum physics level creating unique forms of mass. The God particle then contains the design for all things separate, all made of the same particles, but the tree looks different. You look different. The blueprint for all these things is concisely different and according to the bias of the creator. So protons, electrons, all of these things are streaking across the universe and then slowing. And this is the dragnet of the, the God particle that okay. the... the um, uh, the massiveness of those particles that's permeating all things. As those protons and electrons streak out from your light bulb of desire with the information blueprinted in that those protons and, and electrons, the, as it goes through this substance, the Higgs boson, those particles, it's responding to your desire and slowing uh, to an animated vibrational frequency as predetermined by the God particle responding to your desire. Well, and this is revealing the uh, incredibly important, obviously the idea that we, we can manifest anything. We have that ability. We have that power. And it's also illuminating that there really is no neutral. And I think that's one of the more difficult things to wrap our little human minds around because of our experiences, because of what it feels like to experience life on this earth. And it does feel like many times there is a neutral. You feel like you can sort of put it into neutral and chill and not be choosing one or the other. But having this depth of understanding on on the level that you're giving it to us today because of the God particle and because of you're, you're describing these, these experiments that have revealed it in a, in a way where we can wrap our arms around it. There there is no neutral. We are always on and we are always choosing. We're always shifting into one gear or the other. And I think that's incredibly profound when just 
analyzing our life and, and growing and becoming more of what we want to be. Everything that you see in your life is a result of what you've been believing and what you've been imagining. And so and that word neutral is really an interesting one because when we go into a high gear, a high vibrational frequency, we are attracting abundance. We're attracting the essence of more into our lives. Mm-hmm. When we go into a low vibrational frequency, and you can feel that, you feel depressed, you feel yeah. sad, yeah. bitter, angry, mad, negative, anything, whatever. You you are sending that vibrational frequency out and it's going it's it's streaking through the God particle which is responding to that expectation and it will bring bad results into your life and it will manifest sickness and disease, poverty, lack, accidents, bad things. But you can also have what you were just calling a, a neutral and a different use of the word. A, a neutral vibrational frequency, which will find you in this circular pattern, habitual way of life. Uh, even though every year it seems like it was the same as it was last year, and the same as it was the year before, the same as it was the year before that. You're, it's an actual digression in a life expectancy, mm. and but you're still manifesting uh, commonality. You're manifesting the normal, and you and people that do this are protecting that status quo by following the least path of resistance. And we try to you know, try to block themselves in from experiencing anything new. It's almost like they try to sterilize it. To sterilize their environment. Mm-hmm. But what we don't people like that don't realize is that they're even though they are on repeat, there's no such thing as repeat. This universal law of kinetic belief it establishes order to chaos. Think about it. I mean, this historic quantum physics experiment detailed how the world's most successful, uh, those who are unabashedly successful, how they use the law of kinetic belief to continually attract success into their lives. All great endeavors first began with an image as defined by desire. So successful inventors and wealth builders, successful achievers, all of them activate the law of kinetic belief, even if they don't know what they're doing. They feel their way into it, and things they find this sweet spot in their life, and then they have the right attitude for this. But regardless of how they got there, the law of kinetic belief, it changes their circumstances by manifesting exactly what it is that they desire. That really points to why discovering our genius of purpose is so important because... Without that natural excitability of, of genuine curiosity from just being genuinely interested in something, mm-hmm. it, it being from within you and who you really are, none of this is even going to get started. I mean, you, it's, that's what kickstarts this whole thing. Being genuinely interested, I'm thinking of Oak Island. Have you ever seen? Well, I know you've seen it. <laughs> I was going to say, are you asking me? <laughs> Excuse me. Have you seen that show? <laughs> yeah, for nine, 19 years. <laughs> but they're searchers looking for the treasure. If you're not it's looking a great for show. the, if you're not looking for the treasure, chances of finding it are probably slim to none. Right. I mean, if there is something there, it's been there for over two or three hundred years now. Yes. But only you know a handful of people that have looked. You have to search. You've got to be looking in order to find the genius of purpose. Otherwise, most people live a lifetime mm-hmm. without even knowing what it means, what their purpose is, what yeah. they should be doing with their life. Well, and I love I love how when you find that, when you have that moment of, of, of ignition within you because you've located it, the excitement about what you're manifesting, how you're manifesting, the, the God particle, how all of this is working, just going after it, chasing after it, 
it's there. It just naturally appears and it carries you through the kinetic belief process. Beliefs, yes, that are purposefully adhered to and that are relied upon. That's, again, adhere to and rely upon. Adhere to and rely upon. Not part-time, but this is a full-time endeavor. Mm-hmm. Adhere to and, re- and, and, and relied upon. This is what releases the substance of things that are hoped for which are then attracted by the disciplined, believing, creative creator. If you're new to this podcast, uh, what we're doing today is connecting science with what all of us already have this deep down knowing of, and that is that there is a higher being within all of us. There's a higher being within you. There is an unction of purpose that is within you that you know is there. I don't have to tell you this, but I'm only telling you so that you'll know somebody else knows. <laughs> you run out of excuses. You can't pretend like it's not there because I see it. I see you. You are now seen. And it's in you. That, and you know it's there. And you may not have taken the time away from all of the constraints of your habitual life, you know, all those have-to-dos that you are immersed in every day to become familiar with your inner being, but you know that you know that it's there. And so that genius of purpose that Megan was talking about, it is now by faith or it's by the energetics of your kinetic belief that you release on purpose the constructive, the the constructive energized power Mm -hmm. of your kinetic belief so that it will uh, transcend your ego self, the one that you naturally identify with as imperfect and as fallible. And as winning or losing, sick or broke, disgusted, bitter, angry, depressed, doubtful, confused, and lack, all of that stuff. <laughs> Hot mess. <laughs> you, having a desire for more out of life puts you mm-hmm. into the center of, of discovering your genius of purpose and to experiencing more out of life. Well, and I think it's fascinating that we can work through all of this today, get this depth of understanding about how the, the, the inner workings of the universe, ourselves. And when I... You used a phrase just a moment ago. You said the disciplined, creative creator. And that word discipline really hit me. And with all this understanding, it's still going to come down to finding ways to make these disciplined choices as a kinetic believer. And that's where our consistency is going to come from, from taking all of the understanding that you've given us today and applying it to our journal, applying it to our daily choices, applying it to the the meditative time and the self-awareness. Well, it is a discipline, isn't it? And I love that our caller today first started off by saying that he is a, a weightlifter. He goes to the gym and it's the yeah. habitual practice of his to listen to these podcasts, mm-hmm. the Kinetic Belief podcasts. He's a kinetic believer because it's through the increase of knowledge from you listening to these podcasts, disciplining yourself to do that, that you not miss one of these so that your habitual self will become even greater. Knowing how to use the power of your kinetic belief is so vital to your success. And it's having a desire for more out of life that then puts you into the center of experiencing more out of life. Becoming a practitioner of of what we talk about here every day, all of these modalities of kinetic belief, that's what's going to create and that's what's going to establish all of these things that you intently, on purpose, um, 
center the your your alter ego for your highest being toward receiving in your life well and i am 1000% certain that I could not have have become a kinetic believer to the scale that I am today. And and even still today, I could not have done that. And I could not continue to do it without journaling. Journaling was and is everything because there is a reprogramming that's taking place in all of this. Everything that you're teaching us today, it's 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 information that we have to insert as we get rid of the bad information and the journal, it's, it keeps us locked and loaded. It keeps you so mindful of that blueprint, the mindfulness that of who you want to be, how you're going to get there, how all of this works, making sure that you're positively engaging in that every single day. I just, it just really hit me because we're talking about commitment. We're talking about discipline and consistency. And I, you cannot keep all of that straight in your mind. Sort of like when you're you know, trying to add up uh, the cost of something at, at the mm-hmm. grocery, something simple. And you, and you just sort of have to jot a few things down to, to organize your thoughts. So how much more do we need to do that to completely reprogram ourselves about what you've, what you've told us today? But you know something, you had an appetite for it. You had something, you had an unction. There was something that uh, bared witness to your spirit within that you knew that there was more. Yeah. So you were willing to do the work. Yeah. You didn't deny it and you didn't come up with excuses to settle for less. You remember, it's not like there was an old gospel song or maybe I <laughs> saw it in a movie and can I get a witness? Oh. <laughs> can I get a witness? Yes. Well, you got a witness and that you recognized <laughs> yeah. and acknowledged that genius of purpose within you and you yeah. go, and you were you were ready to do the practical experience mm. uh, of applying your uh, y- your desire in a meaningful way, in a yeah. purposeful way to begin changing your life. And isn't that what happens when we get a taste? We get a taste of of what it feels like, what that peace feels like, what the success feels like, what the relationships feel like, and we just we it's it becomes this insatiable appetite for goodness you had the taste to possess change and that initiated the procurement processes for those things that were not yet seen to show up in your life mm. yes i invented by conceptualizing with a power kinetic belief dozens of different non-related companies in my life including a network of 25 radio stations and the ability to play the piano with orchestras and without reading music anchoring the six o'clock news at the age of 21 without any kind of previous experience and with meg you and i manifested this cryogenic patented process for uh, pressurizing liquid nitrogen for medical devices and culinary dispensaries uh, uh, which we know nothing about but we, we do did now. That. But we do <laughs> yeah. now. But it's the yeah. it's the eternal benefit of having childlike faith where you don't doubt or have any reasonings for not believing. You're not sitting here talking ourselves out of the invention of this liquid nitrogen and this uh, patented process because we all of a sudden don't believe that we uh, that we can do it we we have the the, the faith of children i think it's it, the sensibilities of children we don't doubt yes. it We're, no hesitation i think you know you just listed off all these huge empire-based things that you've done and accomplished but i have to say one of the coolest things that you've ever done is the three-man chessboard <laughs> three-man chessboard i thought that was that was amazing it was just fun but you I mean, know a two-man chessboard is But here's the crazy. deal. You, myself, we are not any different than anybody else, anyone no. that's listening today. Right. We are all the same. We come from the same source, the same magical, wonderful 
brilliant creator that imagined the very best for all of us and then seeded within each one of us the ability to think and imagine and receive and have it done. If you can think of it, it's already yours. Mm. That's the substance. That's the proof. That, that is the proof that it is there. That is the evidence that it's there. You thinking of it is the evidence. Wow. Not seeing it. You thinking of it is the evidence. Wow. We're not any different than anybody else. And I didn't have any special education. I'm no more or less than anybody. All things are possible for those who imagine to desire to believe. And the quantum field theory discovery, all that does, look, that's not what I base my faith on. All that does is it proves success is not only possible, but it already exists for anyone that should choose to imagine. It was the discovery of the God particle giving mass to previously unseen substance that scientifically concluded that there is a universal design that comes with bias, with a belief. Genius exists within every single person. And it's not a respecter of people. That means it doesn't come just one person or Albert Einstein or, or anybody else. It's not a respecter of belief, um, of, of people rather. It is a respecter of belief. It will absolutely do exactly what you believe for it to do. And there is no such thing as common, everybody. There's no such thing as normal unless you believe you're normal and common and you seek the the least uh, uh, pathway of resistance. There is only average. And the purpose of life is to advance and to grow through a variety of experiences. A variety of experiences. You done done that. Do something different. <laughs> Enjoyment <laughs> follows those who kinetically believe to develop in their mind, body, and soul. I seen it. <laughs> yeah, right? I've done it. <laughs> because yes. to, well, to not advance, really, that's to cease in purpose. Mm. To not advance is to cease in life. What happens to a plant when it stops growing? It ceases. Those dreams, those visions that you have, all of those are guideposts for exploring your perfect life. Those are unctions from your genius of purpose, and they come from within. They already exist, and they are meant for you. This simply means the same ability for you to create great wealth and perfect health is possessed by, by those who dwell in poverty. The difference between great success and failure is just the life being perfected is the one that's disciplined with an analogical awareness of the modalities of kinetic belief for expanding and increasing to become more. Well, and that insight is, it's intrinsically filled with hope because when you're describing this, I, this, the way that we, the moment we engage with new experiences, we're trying new things, we're pursuing kinetic belief that that is the purpose of life and that we're not needing to climb to some plateau or mountaintop to then achieve life, the true essence of life. Mm. That means that it, it's ignited in the moment, the moment we choose it, the moment we pursue it, the moment we have the new experience, the moment we turn from the left and we say, no, I'm going to go the correct direction this time. I'm going to pursue this. Um, because a lot of times self-improvement, higher self trans transcending, it can feel like you have a long road ahead of you. Mm. It can be very daunting. And so again, it's incredibly hopeful that we can simply make the decision and we have arrived. And how do you know when you're having those moments that you're talking about? It's every moment that you realize that you're having fun with your intelligence. Mm, yeah. 
It's another moment. I'm having fun with my intelligence. That's another moment. Another moment spent in pursuing and that journey for your best life. Albert Einstein said that the more I study science, the more I believe in God. <laughs> That's great. Mm. Wow. Your best, <laughs> your, your best life is now. Regardless of whether or not you've looked within to locate the essence of you, you are living right now, which means that your best life is right now. And whether you've made the choice to live it or not, it is now. And within you, that is the soul of, it's the soul of your unique genius that's within you. And likewise, you know what, you are, you're but a part of this ever-expanding universe. You are one part of all. There's a universal elegance to which you are related equally to every particle. And most importantly, you are related to the eternal bias of one. Paradoxically, the facet that you represent in this world that we're in, the this, this singularity essence of you, unlike anyone else that's ever lived, is still connected upon the deepest of powers. And it's from the deepest of these powers that you do exist. And the wisdom, the eternal blessedness, is ex it's accessible and it's approachable by you. Enlightenment and inspiration to rewild yourself, to unbecome every negative influence that you've ever experienced in order to become made perfect in every moment through the act of imagination, desire, and belief. That is an inherent gift of creation, and it belongs to you. And you've got every attribute that's required to be able to kinetically believe, to see, and to observe the highest, the very highest spectacle within you and outside of the universe and the ability to subject yourself willfully to thought forms, to create objects of your desire, and then to kinetically believe and adhere to and rely on, and don't you quit, don't you cave in and don't ever stop, to become one with your perfect purpose, no matter what, because it's within you right now. Go ahead and meditate to imagine the world and all of its pieces and all of the mountains, the oceans, and the sun, the moon, the stars, the entirety of all of that. Meditate to see all of these things as the glimmering parts and the tacits of your soul. It's upon the lens of wisdom that the destiny of time may be imagined, but it's only by refusing to hurry or to worry while refusing to doubt and refusing to just you know, let it be whatever it is, that you fall into the arms of peace and joy and happiness to then transcend consciousness. Don't counsel with those that doubt you. They didn't create you. And you certainly don't want them taking the reins now. No. You were first imagined and then formed from the substance of love. And when you think and speak and act in harmony, in agreement with love, you can then have whatever it is that you imagine to desire and to kinetically believe. 
Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Let's do it. Just say this. Say, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. And I love myself. And I love myself. I have an unshakable belief. I have an unshakable belief. In my genius of purpose. In my genius of purpose. Each moment I am. Each moment I am. Therefore I am. Therefore I am. More powerful. More powerful. And capable. And capable. I am transforming. I am transforming. Into the original purpose of myself. Into the original purpose of myself. As someone who achieves anything they desire. As someone who achieves anything they desire. I am right now. I am right now. Manifesting what I set my thoughts toward. Manifesting what I set my thoughts toward. I have unwavering confidence. I have unwavering confidence. In my God-given abilities. In my God-given abilities. And from this moment on. From this moment on. I deeply love. I deeply love. And respect. And respect. And believe in. And believe in. My higher self. My higher self. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. The essence of my being. The essence of my being. Is transforming my life. Is transforming my life. Into a highly successful creative creator. Into a highly successful creative creator. That I just happen to find. That I just happen to find. Entertaining. Entertaining. Very entertaining. Well, Steve, we you took us into the depths of the universe, into the depths of ourselves. We it was just the most exciting, and and I cannot wait, honestly, to listen to this podcast again <laughs> from the beginning. I need to take more notes. I want to I want to get every single morsel out of this that's that's possible. We're trying something new. Well, we are celebrating and championing all the KB creatives all around the world. And Meg, you yeah. and I are sending out much light yes. and love to all you guys. We'll see you back tomorrow. Thanks, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.